welcome to Your Career Podcast. If you're looking for inspiration in your career or job search, you're at the right place. I'm Jane Jackson, your career management coach and author of Navigating Career Crossroads. For more career advice and support, go to janejacksoncoach.com and find all you need to create the career of your dreams. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome to episode nine of my careers podcast. This is part two of my interview on KC Radio 97.7 FM by Dr. Linda Wilson, corporate wellness consultant. Dr. Wilson invited me onto her show to discuss career change, how to develop confidence, self-reliance, and how to handle the stress of making a career transition. And remember, if you need comprehensive careers advice, you can get my book as an ebook or a hard copy from my website, navigatingcareercrossroads.com. Here we go with part two. 97.7 FM, Casey Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to KC Radio 97.7 FM. And that was a very moody Carly Minogue there. Love that song. Don't know what it is about it, but uh, really beautiful. Okay, so my guest this afternoon is Jane Jackson. And for the listeners uh, who are staying with us and are going to be learning all about uh, Jane's area of expertise... Uh, there is going to be a prize up for grabs. So if you want to go and grab a pen, in a moment I'm going to give out a contact email for Jane and you could be in the running to win one of her books, Navigating Career Crossroads, How to Thrive When Changing Direction. So go and grab a pen and a piece of paper. While you're doing that, Jane, welcome back. Okay. Um, Jane, just wanting to check in with you then. Um, how do you actually take your, take care of yourself as, as you're navigating, um, what's happening in your career? Uh, well, sometimes it's a little bit difficult because I've got so many things on mm -hmm. at any given time. But one of the most important things that I always do, and I mentioned it earlier in the first hour of your show, is I practice gratitude on a mm -hmm. daily basis. I really, really appreciate everything that I've got, the fact that I'm in good health, the fact that I am able to take care of myself, the fact that I have a lovely family and wonderful children. And I'm just, I feel very, very blessed and very lucky to have that. Mm -hmm. And any time when things go wrong, I just remind myself of all the good things that I have. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I, is very important to me is to spend time with my friends and my family members and to just talk. Yes. Just to sit and talk about anything and everything. It doesn't have to be important things. It can be just, you know, what happened during the day or some silly idea that I've had. But to give myself a chance just to relax and to laugh together with others is is just amazing for me. Mm. Um, I also like to exercise, and I find that if I don't exercise regularly, I do get a little bit grumpy. Um, <laughs> and so going to the gym, even if it's just 20 minutes on a cycling machine or on something to build up a sweat, makes me feel better about myself. It releases those endorphins. Yes, absolutely. And even if I'm in a really stressed you know, period in my life or whatever. And I've gone through so many transitions in my 
my life. I've had a divorce. I've moved country five times. Mm-hmm. I've had career transitions. I've lived through teenage children. So <laughs> all, of the, all of those things that can cause some stress, I've found that I've been able to manage it really by, by making sure that I exercise regularly. Yes. Um, and I love golf. Golf, oh. I think, is one of the most amazing things for my head. Um, many people say, oh, it's it's a good walk spoilt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think of it that way because I'm, I'm not competitive um, about golf. I go out there because I just enjoy being in the greenery. Mm-hmm. I like green, green growing things. Um, that, that gives me energy and I feel wonderful. And the wonderful thing about golf is you're out there for about four or five hours. Yes. So, so you have to relax and you have to enjoy. And if you hit a bad shot, it doesn't matter because you get to have another go. Mm, I think that that is a very balanced perspective, Jane, because I have a number of golfers who come in and see me so that they can manage their stress around a bad game. <laughs> and this is supposed to be something that's enjoyable for them. And they've become so competitive either with themselves or with, with others that they play with that it really has turned into just another area of stress in their lives. It's so, sort of crazy, really. Well, well, it just doesn't make sense. The <laughs> other day I saw um, on the news that um, Rory McIlroy, you know, the pro golfer, mm-hmm. he was angry with himself for having hit a shot into the water, so he threw his club into the water. <laughs> and I thought, really? Okay, I know there's a lot of money, you know, involved with winning those golf tournaments, yes. but, but for mere mortals such as myself, mm-hmm. I go and play golf on a Sunday. Well, every Sunday if I can, it's usually every other Sunday or maybe once every three Sundays but I love it so much because I think this is now time for me and I like to play with people who also enjoy golf Mm-hmm. Um, there are some who take it very, very seriously, yes. and I know you want to improve. However, in the grand scheme of things, it's just a game, mm-hmm. um, and it's a game that I really enjoy. So I look at the birds, and I look at the lizards, and you know, it's it's, it's just fantastic. Um, and if my handicap goes down, great. If my handicap goes up, never mind. I'll just get to practice more. Mm. We do keep coming back to that concept of perspective, don't we? Really, and just uh, a little bit of all kinds of things are what creates a balanced life. And exercise is certainly one of those yeah. things. Yes, one one thing that actually is very important to me is I meditate. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was sixteen years old, and I was taught how to meditate. I've I've meditated, so it's been so many years, and mm-hmm. I take time to take myself through a guided visualization mm-hmm. and then I go into um, repeating a mantra or one word over and over again and I find that it just seems to reprogram my brain um, and I relax instantly and if I'm able to practice meditation twice a day that's mm-hmm. fantastic. I don't always do it I have to admit uh, because sometimes time just runs away with me mm-hmm. but I do like to meditate at least about five minutes every day mm-hmm. And it gives me that perspective because it's an internal focus and I can hear myself breathing and I can practice that gratitude while I'm meditating and it relaxes me so much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing and I've taught the method to many of my clients who are feeling particularly stressed um, as well and um, they, they tell me that it really helps. And um, even some, one of my clients I saw on a Facebook post the other day, because uh, I was talking about meditation, she goes, I still use that mantra you gave me. <laughs> so it's nice to know it helps others. Oh, I think it's lovely. And so there's some just some great tips just in, in what you've said there, Jane. One is meditation. The other is exercise. And three is practicing that attitude of gratitude so that yes. we can, um, you know, really connect in with our lives. I love the concept of meditation. I know that some people are do find it very difficult to actually um, develop a, a 
sustainable practice with meditation. But what I do love about it is the fact that we are communicating with our body and our mind when we practice meditation. As you said, you start to hear your breathing, you become connected back in with your body. I think we spend a lot of time walking around as though we only exist from the neck up and it's really not good for us, is it? No, no, that's right. And you know, during meditation, because we tend to breathe deeper and a little bit slower and you can feel that oxygen going into your lungs and then imagine the light just going through your body. It's it's a wonderful feeling when mm. you just let yourself go. Mm-hmm. And so often I, I do say to myself, just let it go. Yes. Just let it go because we don't need to hang on to all the little petty things in our lives that might annoy us. And mm-hmm. you know, there are things that are going to annoy us every day. It's bound to happen. And some things are very big and very hard to let go of. But other things, they're just small things that build up over time. Mm-hmm. And you got to knock that on the head right away. Absolutely. I love it. So, Jane, I'm reading uh, something that was posted on uh, Facebook earlier today and is very pertinent to what you and I are discussing in terms of being connected to your passion and knowing which direction you're going to move in. And it starts with you're in bed, it's 6am, you close your eyes for five minutes Mm -hmm. and then suddenly it's 7.45am. And the contrast is you're at work, it's 1.30pm, you close your eyes for five minutes and it's only 1.31 p.m. <laughs> and I have been in jobs where that was absolutely the truth. And I guess, um, you know, when you do your work, it must be an absolute pleasure to deal with people who are not perhaps in a, a sort of a, a desperate situation or an emergency type situation, but where they're just really looking introspectively at redirecting whilst they're still within an existing position. Yes. Well, so often I I have clients who are in a current role and they're thinking, well, what can I do next? Mm. Or what can I do better? Or is this really what I should be doing? And so the coaching really is more of a a focus on what is their meaning of life? Mm -hmm. Um, And for everybody, it's so different. There's no right or wrong when it comes to your careers. It really is very, very personal. But if at any time you're in a role and you close your eyes and the minutes or the seconds just don't seem to move, it's then it might, enough, be time, yes. it might be time to reassess. Absolutely. And, and also just look at what is it that's dissatisfying about that role. Mm-hmm. Is it the role? Is it the environment? Is it the boss? Is it the team? Is it the money? Is it the lack of excitement or is it too much excitement? Mm-hmm. Is it the uncertainty? There are so many variables in any one career that if you just think, oh, I don't like this job, then that's the wrong way to look at it. Mm-hmm. It's what is it about the job or about this environment that I don't like and get really specific about it. Mm-hmm. Because if we're specific and we can say, okay, it's the way my manager speaks to me. Okay. Right. Well, that means that we can do something about it. We can strategize as to what would be the best way to approach this situation so that you get the respect that you feel you deserve. Mm. So is that one of the biggest mistakes, uh, one of the seven biggest mistakes that job seekers make, that they're not actually breaking down where the the problem is within an existing position or previous positions? Oh, yes. Um, The the thing is, is if you're going to make a a career change, really know why you're going to make the career change Mm -hmm. because there's nothing worse than marketing yourself into another the role and you're in the same situation yes you just you just sort of lift the problems and they come with you Mm. because perhaps it is communication 
And to be honest, I found that whenever there has been an issue at work with many of the clients or even for myself, you know, in the past, it has been a communication issue Mm -hmm. um, and an expectation or a misunderstanding of expectations that has caused the problem. And a lot of the coaching that I do, in addition to the career coaching, is leadership coaching. Mm -hmm. And that all all boils down to effective communication in the workplace, how you're able to motivate your team, how you're able to generate the enthusiasm to be able to lead effectively rather than just manage people and tell them what to do. Okay. And so what are some of the, what are the biggest mistakes that people make in regards to, um, the way that you think about making a career change? So communication is obviously a a really big aspect that people need to consider. Um, tell us some of the others. Okay. So first of all, I've got seven deadly mistakes Mm -hmm. (laughs) of job seekers. The first one is that if you're still emotional and feeling a bit raw Mm. because of either a redundancy or the way you've been treated at work or you're just really unhappy, that's, that means you're not quite ready. And so you need to take steps to rebuild your confidence so that you believe in yourself and you know the professional that you are and what the accomplishments are that you've achieved. Because as soon as you identify your accomplishment, it starts to build up your uh, resilience again because you know, actually, I can bounce back. Mm -hmm. Another mistake is not knowing what you really want to do moving forward, not understanding the environment that would make you happy, the job function, the industry, um, maybe the amount of uh, travel or lack of travel or, you know, it could be so many variables in a role that actually makes you happy. We need to identify what your dream role is, what are your transferable skills, what are your values. Mm -hmm. The third major mistake is that people use one generic resume to send out for all applications and that's the biggest mistake ever because for every role you apply for, you need to tailor the resume to suit. And also, many people don't even think about what they'll say when someone says, so, how can I help you? Or tell me about yourself. Or tell me about your professional background. Because that's they're asking for a positioning statement, an introduction. And we need to have an introduction just at the beginning, round about a minute long, maybe a little bit shorter, maybe a little bit longer, depending on your situation. But you need to be able to let people know who you are, what you do, and what you're passionate about in a nutshell. And most of us don't prepare that. Mm. And you're going to be asked in an interview, tell me about yourself time and time again, so may as well prepare. And the resume needs to be tailored for each and every application. Mm-hmm. And also, if you've left a role and you're feeling a bit raw about a redundancy, if people say, so, why are you out of a job? How are you going to react? What are you going to say? Because you don't want to be on the defensive. You need to be able to let people know that it was a business decision, there was a downsizing or a restructure or a merger. As a result, a number of roles or my role was made redundant. So it wasn't I was made redundant. Mm-hmm. It's my role was made redundant. It's very, very important, that little shift in perception. Yes, the framing of that. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so many people say to me, oh, you know, I'm redundant. And I think, well, not really. You're not, redu- you're not redundant. Yes. The role was redundant. <laughs> because if you start thinking of yourself as a redundant, well, gosh, there's not a lot of hope, isn't there? There won't be another job coming your way soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, another big mistake is not looking the part. And we've already talked about um, the image side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you need to really research what's appropriate. But the other one is not understanding all of the job search strategies. That's a big one because mm-hmm. many people think, oh, I'm looking for a job, I'll get on to Seek. And mm-hmm. Seek is an excellent online job board. However, that's only one of many job search methods that you could use. Yes. There are multiple job boards, but they're online. And because most people hop onto them, when you submit your resume, you are in competition with so many other people. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you're making your, your life hard for yourself by just focusing on one job search method. So you should also work with recruiters. That's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's a whole way of working re- with recruiters that, that um, we could also discuss. But then there's target marketing. Think about who do you want to work for? Which companies are the ideal? And then you can do some research into the company to find out what's been going on there. If there are some new initiatives, think about, oh, could they use me? And you could make a direct approach. But before you make that direct approach, you've got to think about your network. Mm. And networking statistically has been proven to be the most effective way to find your next role. That recommendation, it gets you halfway there Mm -hmm. or even further along the way. So networking is important. So what I always suggest is, okay, use the online job boards for research. Which industry sectors seem to be kind of active at the moment? Which companies are hiring multiple roles? That means they're probably in a growth phase, Mm -hmm. so it might be worthwhile to target them. Obviously, pick the brains of recruiters because they're the professionals and they know what they're doing, or most of them should know what they're doing, Um, and they'll be able to let you know what the job market is like at this given time. Mm -hmm. But when you leverage your network, the great thing is, is you're talking to people who already know you, understand you, and they can give recommendations and referrals to other people that you could or should be speaking with in order to gain more information, advice, and guidance. Mm. That's what networking is all about, developing relationships and then getting advice and guidance. It's not schmoozing. A lot of people say, oh, I don't like networking. It's so distasteful Mm -hmm. because they think it's handing a business card and um, saying, call me. It's relationship building, isn't it? And that's that's the distinction. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so I mentioned before that we were going to um, give the listeners out a email address. And um, Jane has very um, well. What have you done? What have you offered, Jane? You've offered three copies of your book, haven't you? That's right. Yes, navigating career crossroads. I have three copies up for grabs. Mm -hmm. So if anyone would like one, all you need to do is to email me, and my email address is Jane at janejacksoncoach.com. Okay, so that's Jane at janejacksoncoach.com. And in the subject heading, put Casey Radio uh, Book Prize. Fantastic. And I will pick the first three who email me and um, with, with your address, name and address, I'll respond to the email and then I will post out to you a copy of my book. So I've got three up for grabs. So good luck, everybody. Yeah, well, that is wonderful, Jane. Thank you very much. It's very generous of you. And um, just listening to uh, all of your expertise and knowledge, I think that there's been a tremendous amount of information available for the listeners. So thank you very much for that, Jane. Uh- you're listening to Casey Radio, 97.7 FM. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is Casey, Radio 97.7 FM. Jane, before we went to the break, we talked a little bit about how you take care of yourself. You mentioned meditation, exercise, and uh, focusing on uh, gratitude and, and really keeping that perspective going in your life around the good things that are happening. Are they the same techniques that you actually recommend for clients working with you to manage their stress levels? Oh, absolutely. The, the thing is, is everyone has got their own way of managing stress. Mm. But these these methods that I use, they're tried and tested over time by so many people as well. And certainly meditation scientifically has been proven to reduce your blood pressure and reduce your stress levels. And it, it promotes such a wonderful feeling of well-being and putting everything back into perspective that it really helps. The only thing, though, is if, if someone's suffering from really acute stress or if they've got um, they're, they're bordering on depression or are falling into depression then you really need to go for professional help mm-hmm. and I found that there's an excellent website that I do refer uh, my clients to if they need it because there, there's a limit to what my capabilities are. I'm a career management coach. I'm not a psychiatrist or Mm -hmm. a counsellor. So there's my duty of care to refer people to, you know, the right professionals at the right time. But Mm beyondblue.org.au has been such a valuable website for so many people because of the advice, the guidance and the referrals that that it can provide. Yes, they're a great resource for the, uh, the community in general, aren't they? Yes. And not just for people who are perhaps going through or experiencing this for themselves, but perhaps if you are a concerned partner or parent, it's also a really wonderful place to uh, get some advice on how perhaps um, the emotions of the person that you're dealing with can be can be worked through and um, bring them, I guess, to some sense of, of calm and positivity. That's right. I've, I've realized how important it is to, to really refer people to the professionals because um, I have three very, very good friends who've gone through uh, severe depression mm-hmm. um, over the past few years. And it's, it's a dreadful feeling when you're going through it mm-hmm. and you do need professional support. So um, I can help up to a certain level when it comes to, you know, if someone's experiencing stress because of the career change Mm -hmm. however if if it ends up being too long that you're feeling very very down you do need to go to your GP and get some professional help absolutely I highly recommend that myself okay so we've talked a little bit about social media and you've recommended that LinkedIn is a really powerful way for you to um, I guess update your profile out there in the um, job search world but what else has changed in regards to searching for a position over the last 10 years or so. Yeah, well, in the old days, people used to hop on to like, the Saturday newspapers and go through all the job ads, mm. um, or else they would just register with recruiters. Now, of course, you still can register with recruiters, and um, their, their job is to find, find a role and then try and fill it for you. Mm-hmm. But these days, because social media is used by just such a huge uh, percentage of the population, another social media site that's very valuable to use if you are job hunting is Twitter. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, because even though you can only use 100, 140 characters in your tweets, if you join Twitter and you start to follow companies who are on Twitter, you'll be able to see in their newsfeed what is trending 
within that company or within a certain industry as well. Mm. And it could give you some really good ideas as to the companies or the industries that you might want to target and, and what's topical. Yeah, and per- perhaps the approach that you could take if they're talking about particular positions that have come up or roles that might be becoming available, things like that. Yeah, that's right. There are quite quite a number of companies now who post job openings on Twitter as well. Mm. Um, but my favourite site for job search obviously is LinkedIn Mm -hmm. because not only can you promote yourself by having your uh, resume uploaded onto LinkedIn plus a really good profile photo but you can also upload say if you've written a white paper or you've been featured on the radio or on television or you've been interviewed or you've published um, an article on an online magazine or anything like that you can include links to that information on your profile Mm -hmm. Um, you can post articles onto LinkedIn as well. It's recently given everybody who's a member of LinkedIn the ability to actually publish blog posts on LinkedIn itself. Mm -hmm. And that's an excellent way to publish your thought leadership or position yourself as an expert in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been blogging now on LinkedIn since November last year. And it's amazing the amount of traction it's got. One of my posts uh, reached about 50,000 views with about 200 wow. comments. Mm-hmm. And then another one, which, well, the title was, Will You Ever Get Another another Job? So I'm not surprised it got a lot of views. <laughs> got over 195,000 views wow. and over 500 comments. And out of that, I got so many um, messages via LinkedIn, mm-hmm. um, coaching assignments out of it. Mm-hmm. And it, it certainly built my profile and there's nothing to stop everyone else doing it too. Mm-hmm. So if you're on LinkedIn and you're an expert in your area, please do publish what you know mm-hmm. um, and provide your advice or guidance or opinion because it'll increase your profile. And people are going to Google you. If you're looking for a job, before someone hires you, they'll probably do a Google search. Mm-hmm. And what are they going to find? If it's a drunken picture of you on Facebook, then that's not so good. Yes. But with LinkedIn, you'll find that when you Google anybody, the first thing that comes up is a LinkedIn link. Mm-hmm. And it just demonstrates how powerful LinkedIn is. And what you put on LinkedIn is what you would like people to know about your area of expertise. Mm. It's free. It would be really silly not to be honest if you're hunting. Yep. Really valuable advice and and I think this is one of the reasons, Jane, that um, if people are feeling a little bit stuck, they do need to seek out an expert such as yourself to um, sort of bring them into, um, I guess, a modern way of thinking about all of the ways that you can get yourself out there, you know, cleaning up your social media, creating a really powerful LinkedIn profile and also just making sure that what people do find out about you is what you actually want them to know. Yes, that's right. Well, getting that that professional advice is really important because there are so many things to think about because even when it comes to interviews, what to do before, during and after an interview, Yes. what to research, um, who to talk to, what to wear. There are so many different, different aspects to the preparation. And then during an interview, how to handle the different types of interviews you might encounter as well as how to respond to those behavioral questions that are very, very popular now in interviews Mm -hmm. where they say, tell me about a time when, Mm 
Mm-hmm. How did you feel about this happening? What would you do differently next time? So you need to have those stories yes. of you know your past experiences and how you overcame them um, in order to be able to sell yourself well. And so often people don't know what to do after an interview either. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've, I've had so many people say, well, Jane, okay, I've had the interview. Now what do I do? Do I just sit and wait? And I'll say, no, you don't sit and wait. You follow up. First of all, business etiquette is to send a thank you email mm-hmm. or a note because a follow-up shows attention to detail. And then if you're going to be sending a thank you email, you may as well make it another opportunity to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. So highlight your suitability for that role. And if you did something not so great during the interview, you can use that follow-up email to recoup your losses as well, mm-hmm. okay? Just just to get over anything that maybe you stumbled on yeah. during the interview process. Very valuable advice. And I think particularly for people who perhaps haven't been through an interview process for a number of years, the landscape really changes, doesn't it? Yes, and, and they feel very daunted. Mm. Um, a number of my clients have been in uh, one company for 15, 20 years. Yes. And one gentleman, it was a few years ago when I worked with him, Western in contact now because so many of my, my clients end up being friends, it's lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, when he left, he'd been in one uh, public sector role for all of his career. He'd had a number of roles within that environment, but mm. he was 52 when he came to me and he goes, Jane... I, this is all I know, mm. and I'm 52, and I'm thinking, okay, so you're 52, and at that, that, that time I was younger than 52, but now I'm 55, so I'm thinking 55 or 50-something, it's not old, it's what's in your head that is old, mm. and so you need to reframe the entire situation and think, okay, what have I got to leverage in order to market myself? And for him, what he had in his head was he kept saying to me, I feel like one of the greys, <laughs> because his hair was gray yes (laughs) and I said well actually it's quite nice to have gray hair you can look quite foxy but (laughs) what's important is if you're gray inside your head Mm -hmm. that's not good so what he did was he actually revamped his um, visual image Mm -hmm. so he was dressed more up to date he started getting fitter which Mm -hmm. was good because when you're fit and you've got um, more muscle tone your posture can improve too Mm -hmm. and then he got up to speed with technology which is so important yes he got himself um, um, an iPhone, he got himself an iPad, he learned how to use a lot of the new systems and tools, mm-hmm. and so he could actually um, demonstrate to the younger ones who might think of him as one of the greys mm-hmm. that he actually was up to speed. And attitude is everything when you're looking for a job or when you're in a job. If you've got that attitude of continual learning, and mm-hmm. being open and curious to something new and something different, oh, it makes such a difference. And that confidence is such an attractive thing in in anybody, isn't it? Yes, just believing in yourself. Because we've all got so many skills to offer. Sometimes we just don't know what they are. So talking to someone who you know and respect, and it doesn't have to be a coach. It can be someone who maybe is a mentor that you appoint as your mentor to say, look, you know me. Tell me. What are my areas for improvement? Mm. What do I do really well? What could I do a little bit better? And if you get some honest, constructive feedback, you can then take it upon yourself to do something about it. Love it. Because we, we can't change other people. I can't change anyone. I can mm-hmm. make suggestions. But it, it's, it's that, that motivation within yourself. You've got to want it for yourself mm. before you can actually implement any change. Absolutely, and it's it's so true. The you know the 
the locus of our control really is inside our own minds and our own bodies and we really need to uh, let go of that, that concept that we can control others outside of ourselves or circumstances outside of ourselves and uh, just take ourselves on a lot of yeah. the time. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Whenever, if we're unhappy about anything, remember we can't change other people. Mm-hmm. They're the way they are and they can change themselves but we can't change we them. We can't. All we can do is change our attitude towards them mm-hmm. or our attitude towards any situation. I just want to remind people, Jane, uh, that they can, they're in, in the running to win one of your books if they send you an email to jane at janejacksoncoach.com. Now, Jane, if uh, people were actually interested in inquiring about these services that you offer, is that the same email they would use? Mm-hmm. Yes, they can. Lovely. And also, um, there's my website mm-hmm. where um, you can go to. It's janejacksoncoach.com. Okay. And actually, on the website, there's a lot of really good free stuff mm-hmm. um, if you don't want to pay for anything, guys, mm-hmm. um, because I have a lot of blog posts that you yes. can read and it's all about different aspects of confidence building, stress management, career management, professional image. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a number of free ebooks that you can download. Um, one is uh, Polish Your Professional Image, so mm-hmm. how to dress for success. Another one is how to find the job you love. Mm-hmm. And then you can also download a free chapter of my book, Navigating Career Crossroads as well. And, um, oh, you can also download my morning affirmations. It's in a PDF and mm-hmm. you can download and print it out. So you can tell yourself, you know, all these wonderful affirmations in the mornings. And I have two meditation audio files that you can download. One's a three-minute meditation. Another one is a 10-minute meditation that also takes you through some guided visualization so that you can relax during the day. Beautiful. I love it. So there's a lot of uh, really valuable and um, interesting information for people if they wanted to go one step further and take a look at Jane's website. It's www.janejacksoncoach.com or if you're wanting to make a professional inquiry, perhaps you're looking at doing some coaching with Jane, you can contact her at jane at janejacksoncoach.com. Jane, do you have a contact button on your website as well that people could approach you through that yes yes great fantastic um, also uh, there's there's a landline that they can call if they wish mm-hmm. which is zero two yes eight zero seven six or eight zero eight okay now given that um, you're interstate Jane is that going to make a difference for people who are wanting to work with you or is it all uh, you're in that situation where you can certainly coach people regardless of their location Oh, I have clients all over the world. Um, Wonderful. My, my coaching is done either through group workshops where I'm physically there mm-hmm. or via one-on-one Skype coaching sessions Wonderful. or via phone. In fact, when I'm finished with the interview today at 3 o'clock, I have one client who will be uh, dialing in via Skype from Wellington in New Zealand. <laughs> and she found me on LinkedIn. She read my book. She mm-hmm. bought and read the book. And then she says, now I'm ready for you to coach me. Oh. And so we've, we've been working together for the past month or so, which is great. So really it doesn't matter great. where you are in the world, we can work together. All right. So I'm going to give Jane's website one more time, www.janejacksoncoach.com. 97.7 FM, Casey Radio, the sound of the southeast. 
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Dr. Linda Wilson on the Health and Wellness Show, KC Radio 97.7 FM. And we have got a small amount of time left speaking to my guest this afternoon, Jane Jackson, who is a coach uh, for people who are looking at career management or managing their career in a different way, perhaps changing direction or navigating career crossroads, which just happens to be the name of Jane's book, which is available on Amazon. So, uh, Jane, if someone wanted to actually work with you, how does your coaching program work? Okay. Well, there are several ways that you can actually work with me. It can be through one-on-one Skype coaching mm-hmm. sessions, and you could book in for one session or a series of sessions. I'm, I'm actually currently about to launch my training video program as well as Fantastic. live webinars. Um, so as of today, you can work with me via Skype one-on-one um, or book in for a series of four or seven sessions. It's really up to you as to what it is that you need. Mm-hmm. Um, And then by the end of March, my training videos will be launched, and that'll be a series of seven training videos that will be sent to your email inbox twice a week um, so that you will be able to work through it at your own pace. Mm -hmm. And then the next level will be the live webinars where people can dial in and ask questions, and I will respond. And the, the training videos as well as the live webinars will follow my Seven Steps Careers program. Mm-hmm. And the Seven Steps Careers program covers confidently managing change, assessing what makes you tick, your resumes and your marketing communication, the oral communication as well as the written communication, how to express your professional image most effectively, exploring all the different job search strategies and how to really work with recruiters, Mm -hmm. and then how to relate your value and impress at interviews so that you get the offer, and then strategies for career success, which covers the negotiation process, and then smoothly onboarding into your new role. Mm. So very valuable and really structured for people so that they've got that sort of stepping stone process to work through. Yes, that's right. But also, as with all coaching, we don't have to follow the process. That's a suggested process to follow to get another job or to assess the next direction in your career. Mm. But very often when I'm coaching, it ends up being so much more than that as well because it's all to do with self-empowerment, developing resilience and self-reliance so you can do it yourself. Brilliant. Okay. And so if there are people out there who perhaps um, are not at that stage where they where they can afford coaching, what alternatives do you offer? Is that the pre-recorded webinars that you've just mentioned? Yes. Well, that, that's um, a very affordable mm-hmm. method of gaining the coaching. Mm-hmm. But also, I have on my website, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of free blogs where you can read up on some fantastic information. Mm-hmm. Um, also on LinkedIn, I have my, my blog posts and articles that are all job search related, so you can find me there. Plus, you can buy my book as an e-book mm-hmm. because that's only $10.99 mm-hmm. or you can actually buy the book on my um, website and also I have a dedicated landing page for it which is navigatingcareercrossroads.com okay. and you can purchase that book or you can find it on Amazon. It's in um, a number of Dimmicks shops across Australia too mm-hmm. and on Booktopia. 
Wonderful. So if, you, uh, if you're really fast, you may still get one of the three free copies that Jane is actually offering to our listeners this afternoon by emailing jane at jane at janejacksoncoach.com and in the subject line putting Casey Radio book offer. Um, I don't know, people might have missed out already for that one, but it's worth a go, isn't it, Jane, just to oh, try definitely, that? Oh, definitely. But obviously, if, if uh, you're not lucky enough to win one of those, then it sounds like there's lots of other options for you in terms of not only purchasing the book, but also really looking at uh, some of the wisdom that Jane has to offer. So, Jane, you've... Uh, You've done a lot in your life in terms of, as you've mentioned, you've moved countries, you've been through a divorce, you've raised children. Um, what's next for you? Is this a new venture, by the way, your website and your online training, etc.? Is that all new for you? Oh, well, I've had my website now for about um, 14 years, mm-hmm. uh, but I have been revamping it because the website used to be just information about coaching and the services that I can provide. Mm-hmm. But I've turned the website more into an information source now with all of the blog posts. And the reason why I'm implementing all of the training videos and then the webinars is because I'm on a mission, Linda. Mm-hmm. I want to make careers guidance accessible and affordable to the world. Mm-hmm. So the ebook and the book was step number one. Then the training videos will be another method. Then the webinars will be another method. And what it does is it just enables me to reach more people and I can help more people Mm -hmm. to find their own passion and direction. And I'm so passionate about it, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, well done. (laughs) Yeah, that is really fantastic. And honestly, in this, you know, in this day and age when there is a lot of uncertainty out there, particularly for, uh, Perhaps people who've been in their career for a long time, but they know that there is something happening within their company. You know, we all need help at certain points, and it really sounds like there's a lot of value that they can get, even if they just connect at that initial level on your website. Yeah, um, right. Jane, I truly do appreciate your uh, time this afternoon, and I, I feel that we probably could have gone on for another two hours just exploring some of your experiences and things. So, thank you so much for your time. I just want to give the listeners again um, the website that they can go to, www.janejacksoncoach.com, or they can uh, contact you on your Sydney number 02-8076-4808. And once again, thank you so much for your time this afternoon, Jane. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. It was really enjoyable talking to you, and it was my pleasure to be on your show. Wonderful. We shall speak again soon. Okay, thank you. If you are looking for a wider variety of your favorite music, then you've found the answer. Casey Radio, the sound of the Southeast. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. joining me today for affordable career help please check out my career success program i provide a unique blend of online and live career coaching to help you take control of every aspect of your career or career change if you aren't where where you want to be in your career let's talk check it out at thecareersacademy.com 
online. The links are in my show notes. 